What is going on, guys? Mark Burry here, and in this Solo Saturday episode, we're going to talk about five different ways you can grow your income. Money is very important for a lot of people, and the way I view it, it just gives you more choices. You have the ability to do more things if you have more money. So definitely the way you view money, your money mindset, that's going to be just as important as the strategies we do discuss. So make sure you are viewing the money in a positive way and you have enough reasons for why you want to boost your income rather than just having a bigger number in the bank account or some vague goal like just to have more money versus a specific money amount. So the money mindset, we just briefly talked about that. I know we can make that an entire episode, but the five different ways to grow your income. The first thing is to do a side hustle. I know that people have said side hustle a lot, but my rule for pursuing side hustles is to only pursue the side hustles that can turn into your main source of income. Now, you can have multiple side hustles that end up becoming, in their own rights, their own stream of income, or you just have a few side hustles that work together to form your main source. But I only pursue a side hustle if I see someone else is really taking this to six or seven figures. So self-publishing, you see people make six or seven figures. Training courses, you see six and seven figures. Podcasting, you see the same thing. So side hustles are great to pursue because they give you more income streams, but make sure you're pursuing the ones that actually could stand on their own. Surveys, Uber, those don't really have the ability to stand on their own and you fall into a scenario where you work high hours just to make a decent living. And we will be talking about time very soon, but you don't want to put yourself in a spot where the only way to make it is to work 60, 70, 80 hour weeks. Those should be, if you really want to do them, you can do them, but they shouldn't be what you have to do every week just to make it. So that's the income growth strategy number one, pursue the right side hustles. The second income growth strategy is to increase your prices. So I recently increased the prices of a lot of my books and it has increased the royalties significantly from a percentages standpoint. Now, it is just around $1 to $2 per book extra that I make, but for me, that represents more than a 50% jump in royalties per sale because I decided to raise the prices of my books based on what other people were charging in the space. So you do have to raise your prices from time to time because then you have to sell fewer units or get fewer coaching clients in order to hit your income goals. And it may feel weird to raise the price for the same product, but a lot of people, when they set the initial price for their product, there's a lot of not a big enough confidence to charge that premium price. A lot of people underprice themselves at the beginning just to get volume of sales, but then you can raise the price when you feel like you are ready. So it's going to be different for each person, but increasing your prices is a solid play for increasing your income, especially if in my case, I looked around and I saw that a lot of other books were charging significantly higher prices compared to mine. So that's why I decided to raise the prices on my end. The third way to grow your income, this is probably going to be the most important, 
is to track your income and expenses. Because how do you actually know you're growing if you don't know where you are right now? So I've always not wanted to share income numbers. It's just the way I am. I know other people share their month by month breakdowns, but I don't feel like that's for everybody. I'm one of those people who it's not for. With that said, I do have an income spreadsheet for 2019 and 2020 where I had the month by month breakdown, what I made, how I made it, and what I spent. And if you only have income but you don't have expenses, you don't know your full financial situation because you can make 5000 a month only to spend 4500 a month and then we're only talking about $500 extra. You want a higher profit margin than that. And some people, they will spend more than what they make, which is one of the worst financial situations to be in because that can compound into something really bad over time. When you make the effort to track your income and expenses every day, you focus on them and that's what helps you to grow in those areas. If you guys are interested in tracking your income and expenses on a deeper level, I will be linking to both the Daily Money Journal and I will be linking to the Excel spreadsheet that I use to track my income and expenses. And it has the cool setup where you plug in some numbers and it shows you what it's like from the month, from the year. So there are numbers that they just show up based on what you put into that spreadsheet. So we'll have links in the show notes of this video for anyone who may be interested in those resources. The fourth way to grow your income is to invest into stocks and real estate. Those are my two choices. There are definitely other investment opportunities like bonds, but I never touch those just in part because of my age and people have different criteria and needs as investors. But the idea of investing, you get your money to work for you. When you have the money in the bank, you're making a microscopic amount of interest. I mean, it's nothing to really brag about, but with the stock or with real estate, you do have the ability to earn income on your investment. You can go for solely an appreciation price play, something like an Amazon where you're not getting any dividends, but you are getting the stock appreciation over time. But there are other stocks and real estate opportunities, like let's say a stock, the, the dividend players, and for real estate, something like a rental. And that's where you could grow your income by investing at the same time. Now, it's going to be different for each person. Some people, they want the high appreciation. They could afford to not have the dividend or rental income coming in as long as they go for appreciation. Granted, real estate, you would want to get a tenant in there. Other people, they want the dividend. So they will go for something like an AT&T, which may not grow that much for quite a while, but you do have a 6 to 7% dividend yield depending on when you buy. But this idea of getting your money to work for you, and it can also be investments in your business like Facebook ads or Google ads or Pinterest ads. There are certainly a lot of choices available, but you do want to invest in yourself. The final way to grow your income that we will be mentioning is to utilize your time wisely. Now, I know that some of the, a bunch of the people listening to the show, you are either a side hustler or you have your own business or you want to make that transition, but we're going to use the job as the example here. So let's say you get $30 an hour 
and you work for 30 hours a week. That's $900 a week. If you could turn that 30 hours a week into 40 hours a week, you increase the weekly income by 33%. You go from 900 to 1200. Now, part of the reason that people become entrepreneurs or they do side hustling is so they could operate on their own schedule. Maybe they don't want to work 40 hours a week. But the idea, the very basic concept we're introducing here is that from a salary standpoint, you increase your hours, you increase your pay, guaranteed. Pretty much guaranteed. And while that's not a guarantee if you're an entrepreneur because you're putting in extra time into something that may or may not work, you are putting in the extra time. And that adds up over time to a position where maybe when you're first getting started and you go from 30 hours a week to 40 hours a week, you're equivalent because everyone's different, but you add those extra hours. You may not have that much extra money to show for it at the beginning, but when you do compound this into months, into years, the money adds up very quickly and you do get into those spots. Like for me with my coaching, I'm able to charge hundreds of dollars an hour based on where I am, what my expertise is. And that didn't happen at the beginning of my journey, even when I was putting in those extra hours and not necessarily having a ton of additional money to show for it. So similarly to investing in assets like stocks and real estates, when you put in the extra time into your business, it's like making an investment into an asset like my podcast asset. No one really thinks about like describes their podcast as an asset, but it pretty much is. You put a lot of love into a podcast, you create a whole bunch of episodes and you hope people come and listen to them. And you know that episode 500 something is going to get more engagement than episode one. But it is something where now that like being in the position with 500 plus episodes, it took me a really long time to get here. And for like 100 plus episodes, I did not get paid. Like podcasting, you could definitely classify it as a hobby at that point. I literally had zero dollars to show for it. That's a very different story now. But the idea is that put more time into the things that you want to grow. Put more time into tracking your income. Put more time into the assets, into the income streams that you believe have the most potential. Because where your focus goes and where your time goes, the growth follows. So those are five different ways you can grow your income. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to share a sixth way to grow your income, whether it's in the comments, if you're looking at this from my blog or shoot me an email, marketmarketbury.com. I always love to hear from you guys and we'll be back with a lot more great content. I really love these solo salaries. Hope you guys love them too. And I'll see you guys next time.